Oh my gosh, I see you're back for more. Let's get it then. Your girl is ready to get into a new episode of Talking All Day with Tay. Thanks for tuning in. You can listen to this episode and many more on all podcast platforms. Don't forget you can follow me on Insta at Talking All Day with Tay. T-A-E, to keep up with me and my latest posts. I also do a little bit of TikTok, so follow me there at Tay, T-A-E, by Tay, T-A-E, number two. All right, here we go. beautiful people of the internet in the world in the universe how are you today welcome back to another week of talking all day with tay um i'm really excited to get into this episode you guys if you heard from my last episode you would know that i do episodes pretty randomly so it could be a like every week or it could be just like every month (laughs) um my goal honestly is to try to do at least two episodes a month but we'll see how that goes of course but I missed you guys every time I get to come on here and talk y'all know y'all know I be talking (laughs) for like a long time um your girl can talk that's why this episode podcast situation is called talking all day with Tay. I literally can talk all day and am I mad about it? No, no I'm not. So (laughs) but how have you guys been? You know I have to check in with you. If you follow me on my Instagram at talking all day with Tay T-A-E you would know that I like to do mental health check-in things. I actually don't think I've talked about this on my podcast ever but I do this all the time (laughs) where I do like mental health check-ins like you rate your day from one to ten kind of situation I may add that as a little segment as well like we can actually do that right now I'm kind of feeling a little spontaneous so let's do that right now where I give my rating for my day ish yeah I'll say day um from one to ten So, you know your girl, if you didn't know already, I live in Texas. So, the weather lately in Texas has been bipolar. And I'm saying this because this is a big reason on how I'm feeling today. (laughs) Um, I would give my rating probably a good 7. It wasn't a bad day, but the weather kind of messed me up. Um, With Texas, if you know, like a day in Texas you can literally have four different seasons in the whole day like it doesn't make sense you can have like where it's super hot then not kind of muggy and then it gets to be freezing and before you know it, you see a sunset at the end of the day and then at the middle of the night it could be like windy weather and stuff so today it was pretty much a lot of spring weather going on rain tornado threats you know kind of stuff like that so uh, yeah that kind of made me a little bit annoyed and I did have to go into work today so I was working trying to get back home um but other than that the day wasn't bad I had a good day at work I had a good day I didn't have to do any homework today so my rating would probably be a solid seven it wasn't bad I had some laughs but I also had moments where I was like um I can't adult today right now (laughs) but yes guys all is well with Miss Tay um I like I said like I do my little updates I've just been doing good you know trying to 
get through this whole 20s era of mine because if you didn't know and if you're like listening for the first time hello my name is taylor and i like to make podcasts (laughs) i don't know why it's so awkward (laughs) oh my gosh but i like to make podcasts i make a lot of podcasts um a lot i also like doing social media content like on tiktok if i'm not doing podcasting check tiktok nine times out of ten i'm on there usually once a week uploading some cute videos and all of that you get to see a little bit more of my personality on there and my tiktok is what is it oh my gosh (laughs) i forgot my tiktok my tiktok is tay t-a-e by like b-y tay t-a-e two so it's tay by tay two if you didn't know now you know (laughs) i am also pretty active on my instagram as well i like to do instagram posts i really my whole account is mainly to uplift people in particular girls who are around the same age as me who are probably looking for advice or like a big sister kind of figure in their life if they're scared to talk or vent or learn about something that actually is pretty normal I'm the girl you will go to and we'll get through it together it's pretty fun over here I enjoy myself this podcast is though for everyone so anybody I don't care we don't discriminate anybody can listen to talking all day with Tay but (laughs) I do have like a lot of girls who follow me younger girls or girls that are around my age that want to learn about the different things so yeah I like to talk I like to let you guys in on a little bit of my daily log or log as I'm growing in my 20s because I'm not perfect you know I'm just uh, your average girl trying to make it through life (laughs) and nowadays that actually is kind of hard so yeah we are taking it one day at a time I should have also said this first but I also am a Christian I also like to talk about Christian like topics on my podcast I am a firm believer in Jesus Christ If you didn't know, now you know. And I like to talk about how Jesus really impacts my life. Like what he has done that really like would get my attention. If I was staring in the wrong direction, he's always there to put me back where I need to go. And a lot of things are funny on how like God really talks to me that I like to share a little bit, you know, on my podcast too. Um, And like just give words of wisdom and hope. I'm just trying to be the light in the darkness so if you're new and you have never heard of me tay here i am and i hope you guys enjoy the ride it is going to be fun i am pretty silly i am very wild i wouldn't say bipolar but if you ask my friends they may say i am i am a lot of fun and i hope you guys stick here and see what talking all day with tay is about So, 
for this episode, we're just gonna get right into it because I have a lot to talk about. Of course I do. And this is one of my first girl talks of season two. So we are gonna be doing a girl talk theme today. So if you heard the little audio noise thing, that is gonna be the noise that plays in the beginning of my girl talk sessions. Yeah, we love to see it. I don't know, I just really like the audio. I think it's so cute. Um, she's so bubbly, she's so fresh, she's has a good rhythm. <laughs> so yeah, that's gonna be like the girl talk song. So if you know that comes on, best believe it's a girl talk episode. But um, I did a poll on my Instagram asking you guys what like podcast episode did you want to hear me talk about? And it was like a three-way tie at first with like three of my episodes. And I'm not going to say them on here because if you only listen to my podcast and you don't follow me on social media, number one, y'all need to do that. <laughs> like follow me. But number two, I kind of wanted to be like a little surprise. So when I pop out with the episode, you're like, oh, so Instagram saw it first, of course. But it was like a three-way tie for three episode ideas that I had or topics that I am going to do. I just am trying to decide what to do first. Um, and what ended up winning is talking about PCOS. Um, I asked everybody what they like to hear me talk about it. Because if you didn't know, I do have PCOS. Um, the whole life journey experience will be talked about in this episode today. So we're starting early. We're not going to do any segments this episode either. I did the little um, rating of my day thing. That was fun. She was cute. <laughs> but now we're going to actually get into talking about PCOS because I can talk and I don't know how long I'm going to talk about this for. Therefore, <laughs> let's get into the episode. So I actually looked up the term PCOS if you guys didn't know what it is. And PCOS is actually classified as polycystic ovary syndrome or PCOS, of course. And this is a little rundown of what it is actually about but I'm going to clarify some areas. I'm also, before we start this as well, I am learning still about PCOS to this day. I am not a pro at all of the remedies, remedies <laughs> that you can use in order to help it. Um, like, does it really go away? Like, we're going to talk about all of that. But this is like a general write-up on what it really is. So it says, I literally just googled it, <laughs> but it says PCOS can cause missed or irregular menstrual periods, excessive hair growth, acne, infertility, and weight gain. Women with PCOS may be higher risk of type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, heart problems, and certain types of cancer. Now don't let this alarm you. <laughs> um, some people actually go through PCOS symptoms more than others. Some only have one of these symptoms while others may have all of the ones that I listed and more. So I'm going to talk about PCOS and like what the actual cause of it is. Like 
what is it like what is the actual specific reason for why like a lot of women get PCOS so it even says on this write-up um the exact cause is usually unknown but it a lot of doctors say that it's related to abnormal hormonal levels so like for example you know how like men and women like usually have testosterone levels well if it's like imbalance for a woman she could have more testosterone than the average woman like sometimes it could be closer to the levels of like where a man may actually have it which is abnormal because it's not normal for a lot of women to have those high levels some women actually embrace it like if they really have excessive hair growth they like to show their hair and they don't take it too serious while others are like no I don't want hair <laughs> whether it's facial hair or body hair like I don't want excessive hair so like I need to shave it off right now um that's just an example of one um but personally like it's for me when with the symptoms that I have which I will talk about which ones I have it's annoying to me I really hate having PCOS sometimes but I'm starting to learn about how to manage it and I have noticed like things that I have been doing that actually has been helping me from dealing with too much of it like where it's not as excessive and it's actually tolerable which I'm like thank god because yeah <laughs> I um had PCOS for the longest time and I didn't know what it was and I didn't learn about it really until I got to my adult age of 18 and now like going into almost one year later or actually three years later I'm actually pretty educated on what things that I've learned about it what I can do what I have done and some things worked some things didn't I'm gonna discuss to you some of the things <laughs> so we're gonna do a backstory uh, <laughs> on how I discovered I had PCOS when I was around 14 I was okay well actually I was 12 I ended up getting my period. Oh, also, if there's any men li like listening to this and they're actually getting freaked out about this, this is a normal thing. Women go through a lot of these symptoms, more women than you may actually think. And I'm going to be talking about specifics on like, you know, like different things that women go through. God allowed for women to have periods for a reason. Um, so we can produce children and all of that stuff. So like, this is all normal stuff this shouldn't be like a uncomfortable thing where it's like ew like cooties like I don't want to talk about this <laughs> like no um this is pretty normal so I am going to be talking about this if it makes you uncomfortable um just leave no hate and just exit <laughs> but I really encourage you to listen to this whether if you're like a husband if you're a boyfriend or if you actually like just care and about women and want to listen about different struggles that we go through like just stay here join the party because this is going to be interesting <laughs> but yeah now I can go into the story so I was 12 years old when I first got my period I was 12 years old that is usually the normal time for when girls would like my age or my demographic would also get their period so it was pretty normal I had my period for like two years 
um, I started getting used to like the whole monthly schedule thing. And um, when I was 14, I, you know, like when I was younger, I used to like, you know, write on the calendar, like, yeah, this was how long my period was. And like, I would keep track. Well, when I was like around the age of 14, I stopped getting my period. And I actually really got nervous. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell anybody because I thought that something was wrong with me. Now, 14-year-old me was actually like, was am I pregnant? <laughs> of course, because I was misinformed, obviously. And I just was young. And I, you know, like, when you're younger, you're thinking if you don't have your period, well, that means you're pregnant or something. And I was young and I was scared even though I was like, well, nothing has been happening. So, like, what's going on? Um, So, I really just was thinking that something was wrong with me. So, I stopped, like, doing things on the calendar. I would always pray to God. I was like, God, can you please make my period come back and stuff. And sometimes it would go with, like, 50 days, no period. And then, like, my period will show up. And I would always be like, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And like it would happen and it would be like maybe a three to four day period and then it would disappear again and in it would be longer duration like it would be 100 days. I literally started getting nervous because I literally would start counting down the days and start getting upset and I would cry because I'm like what is wrong with me I am actually scared like what is wrong with my body like everyone the next person I'm around they are having their period like why why is this happening to me it was like very weird and it was definitely like a crazy experience for a teenager to go through especially if you're around girls who are like yeah like I'm having these symptoms or blah 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 um and during this time I also was playing sports heavily like I was playing sports when I got my period for the first time when I was 12 and like around doing sports and stuff it was just weird to not have it when I did have it for two years already I ain't gonna lie to you guys though <laughs> um have not having your period <laughs> I know it's not normal like you're supposed to have your period and stuff but I did not miss it okay <laughs> I actually did not miss having my period. I'm just going to be for real. I did not miss having cramps. And when I did have periods, it was always painful. Like painful, painful, painful. I would literally get so sick. They were very severe cramps. I needed like some, I felt like I was dying. So they were very, very heavy and like bad. So like <laughs> not having a period, I didn't miss it. Like no, but long story short, I didn't have my period for years. Um, and then it would be like, so like when this started happening when I was 14 and the 100 day things, it's 100 days, like three months started turning into eight months. And then eight months started turning into like a year and a half. And then, oh, I would get it out of the blue and I would be like, oh, I forgot that existed. And then... It would happen again where it's pushed back a further time. So now I'm like going into being almost 18 years old realizing, well, this is actually a thing. And like, oh, I don't have my period. This is weird. This is strange. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's very interesting to see my transition. And I actually kind of am very mad at myself that's why I'm also talking about PCOS because I feel like 
girl this happens probably to a lot of girls that are like me or were like me where they're scared they think there's something's wrong with them so they are scared to talk to their parents about it and it's not even like my parents wouldn't have been understanding because like if I told my mom she would have been like no this is not normal let's get to it but I was so nervous that something was wrong with me I was scared to tell my mom for the longest time which is ridiculous but I mean there was no reason for me to be scared <laughs> I just was like I'm sick I feel like is this cancer like <laughs> Like, what is going on? So, I would say when I was around the age of 18, of course, when I was younger, I Googled stuff, but I never really found the topic PCOS. Like, it wasn't trending. It wasn't, like, a popular thing when you would Google, hey, why is my period not here? And usually, I'll Google be like, oh, maybe it's because you're pregnant. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, it was weird. But when I was 18 years old, I was on Google and I was like, you know what, this is actually, I'm 18 now and you know, when you're an adult, you have to, and you're a woman, you have to do different checkups and all that stuff. Oh snap, this is actually real. Like actually, I will probably have to tell somebody, like I don't have my thing. So um, I started Googling and like I found PCOS and I found a lot of women that had it and also a periods were one of the main symptoms that I had regarding PCOS, but I also deal with um, hyperpigmentation. I have very bad hyperpigmentation, especially like on my face, like on my chin, uh, around my neck. And if you didn't know what hyperpigmentation is, that usually just means that like your skin complexion may appear darker. Like it may seem like if you're kind of like dirty, I, not really dirty, but like it looks darker than your skin in different areas and that was something growing up that I was very self-conscious about mainly because oh comparison and like comparing myself to other people's I um growing up I was around a lot of different people I had a lot of friends and a lot of people who I was around I never would see any body like have discoloration or anything when really they probably did I just didn't notice it and I was nitpicking on myself but like I've always had like discoloration I used to have it on my face all the time like right now I have it on my chin my neck like different areas of my body is hyperpigmentation and sometimes it makes me very self-conscious because it's like oh I look like weird like it's darker like my skin is a normal like caramel complexion and I'd hate to have a normal pretty caramel color and then you see like dark spots it's not even like spots it's literally like patches of skin that are like dark and um it, this is very normal a lot of people a lot of girls have this but growing up when you're like 12 years old and you're having it at an early age the first thing you're going to do is compare. So it was an experience to say the least. I also had very excessive acne growing up. I'm so glad to say now I finally have like gotten a hold on it, which thank the Lord. Like guys, a lot of this has also like have been helped with a lot of prayer. I have prayed about like the symptoms and stuff. Like I've been telling God, like God, like I just don't feel cute. I don't feel pretty. Like this stuff bothers me. Is there any way that like, you can help me or show me I'm your child? You say that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, is there any way you can show me beauty in myself? Like 
literally prayers at night had to be done in order for me to get to the state I am at right now. Um, but it definitely was a journey. The symptoms that I do have is excessive hair growth. I have hyperpigmentation and I have periods. Like, and I also, the average stuff that a lot of girls with PCOS may have is, like, they get exhausted very quickly. Um, they get stressed out a lot. Like, they may have, like, a lot of anxiety or stress or feel disoriented, like, kind of feeling. They may feel drained. Um, all of that. And which is really weird, too, because I used to do sports. So, like, finding out about that actually was weird to me, too. I even had asthma when I was younger for a certain amount of time, and I thought it was just activity-induced. But really, it could have been, like, a symptom of PCOS as well. Not saying that everything I have is, like, if I feel hot, that doesn't mean that, or, like, I'm, like, hot as in, like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm sweating all the time. That doesn't mean you have PCOS. But, like, different things, like, you look back in your life and you're just like, I wonder if this was the start of it. And that's kind of where my head was, especially when I was, like, around 18 years old. So... I ended up telling my mom probably when I was like 19 um, that I did not have my period anymore. Like it just, I feel like it was so drug out for no reason. I feel like if I just told my mom or just told somebody, my doctor, when I would go to the doctor's office for checkups growing up, they ask all the time, if you're a woman, you know this question comes up. They say, especially when you get to be a teenager, an adult, they're going to ask you these questions. Hey, so like, do you have your period? When's the last time you had your period? They're going to ask you that. I always would lie and I would say like, I had it two weeks ago. Um, they'll say heavy flow, light flow. I would say like heavy. Like I would literally just be lying to their faces. I, w I was a liar. Like <laughs> it didn't make any sense. And I feel like that also caused for a lot of mental trauma for me um, for like realizing my self-worth as well because I felt like I had to cover up something like it was a big secret and yeah I'm here today to talk about this and to share this share my story because I would hate for a little girls or young girls like me to actually do the same thing I did because it was not necessary like it could have been resolved it could have been handled you could have gotten a hold on it early before it got matters worse like different things like that like um, and this is mainly about the period thing because like with hyperpigmentation that was a public thing like my mom knew that I had it like it, it's a whole thing um, where you know that was like public or yeah I've always was known to be very hairy I thought that was just in my genes but it could be a symptom as well so with this it <laughs> it definitely is just like a wow this is very weird kind of situation but Long story short, I ended up going to the doctor about it and I like I actually told my doctor like, hey, I haven't had my period. I actually kind of lied again. I, they said for how long? And I was like, um, about two years, <laughs> which it was probably longer, but I didn't want to tell them that. 
and they're like what like that's not normal and stuff so I talked with my doctor and she basically said have you heard of PCOS at this point I did know what it was so I was familiar with it when she said it so I was like yeah she said I think that you have that and long story short (laughs) here we are um so yeah like um I probably will have to do many parts with this (laughs) I'm just thinking about it um But long story short, and I also am going to do like an episode about how my eating habits have changed specifically, Um, but I am going to talk about it in this too, but like I want to even go into deeper conversations about that as well. But um, actually finding out really the gravity of having PCOS, I have been following like accounts on like women who actually go through the same thing. Girls my age who go through the same thing. I like on my Instagram to repost things like this and spread awareness because this is actually a serious thing. Um, Like in the beginning of this episode, they say you could have signs of like, or like, I don't know if it said this, but like insulin resistance, like um, it can definitely mess with your like body to where you feel weak or drained. It could cause different cancers. That is something that could happen if you really just are not taking care of yourself. Not really like saying if you just always eat junk food and stuff, but like if you're not taking care of yourself and as you get into adulthood and you keep that up, like say if you don't work out, you don't drink water, you don't eat fruit, you don't eat vegetables, um, you don't do any of those things, it could get to the point where like it could cause very different bad disorders. So, it is a thing. I think I also mentioned infertility. This happens in some cases. This is not for every woman's case. It is a symptom for some women. Um, And some people don't like to talk about it because they are like, "Mm, I just don't want to put my name on a title. Or I don't want to say, like, this is what I have. Or, like, you know, associate themselves with PCOS. But I promise you... I am pretty sure like a big group of women like have PCOS and like half of them probably don't even know that they have it. Um, Me included. I did not know the gravity of it. I didn't know I had it for the longest time. So it was definitely like an eye opener. I honestly really feel like God showed me like what it was and that it was okay to speak up and talk about it um and that's why I'm glad I have my podcast platform now because I actually get to share this with others so maybe if they hear it they're like huh and that doesn't mean that you have it like if you have excessive hair growth or if you have like different things like that that doesn't mean you have it but I will say not having your period is a big like that is like oh you definitely may have it and stuff so because have not having your period is not normal and usually with like the period thing that is caused from like polis like it's called polycystic ovary syndrome like it could be like cysts you know if you guys know what a cyst is it's like a thick tissue that is in your body there could be like a lot of cysts in your like um ovaries that can cause 
for like your period flow to not be flowing like <laughs> um blood is not able to circulate and you're not able to ovulate or have your period like you normally would so that is like a big cause of that and sometimes that can also lead for women to have infertility or like infertility issues and stuff so it is good to go and get like checked out to see make sure you don't have any cysts and stuff I'm gonna talk about this more in another episode too but with like the food and stuff but I also did a lot of life changes like lifestyle changes I have cut out pork like and also when I say lifestyle changes I'm doing it very slowly like when I cut out something it's not like I just cut out everything all together like no no um candy no um sweets nothing 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 and like I'm only eating fruits and vegetables and like vegan stuff like that's it <laughs> with me I like to experiment and stuff so like what I started doing was I cut out one protein which has like very bad like pork is not really the best for you so I cut out pork and this and when I usually tell people that they're like is it for religious reasons and that, stuff like that and I'm like no 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 I just decided to cut out pork because there's a lot of bad things in it that's just not the best for you and when I say I cut out pork um I'm not counting marshmallows and stuff I did not know that they use pork to make gelatin I didn't know that um very weird to me but so like forget the candy with like gelatin and stuff in it I cut out pork the meat like <laughs> hearty meats and stuff like I just cut it out completely um and I've been pork free ish with you know without the candy and stuff for like probably a good six months now I would honestly say I feel like it's been probably like five to six months actually five I would say probably five months um lifestyle changes I've noticed weight loss I have noticed um a little bit of a feel better feeling in my metabolism where I feel more energized and also with pork I've built up after I did like the pork thing I built up tolerances to different foods so what I would do is I would try different foods first like, I would try making different recipes with things, and then when I realized I liked it, I would swap it out. So, like, um, say if I was making some tacos, and I had vegetarian beef instead of regular beef, I would, like, switch it out and use vegetarian beef make the tacos and then like you know like season it and blah 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 and they will be just as good so if I liked it like that I'm just going to use vegetarian meat from now on and I'm not going to use regular beef um and I will switch it out or like you know stuff like that um I also like have different food things that I've known to love now um, I have built a tolerance up where I, cause I have a major sweet tooth, y'all. When I say I have a sweet tooth, it's been hard, hard <laughs> to cut out a lot of sweets. Um, and it's all in moderation, which I am learning. And that was really hard for me to actually get cl like clicking in my head, but um, I've realized that a lot of sweets, like sugar, is like not really good with PCOS. If you have like a lot of sugar, it can just cause for insulin resistance or insulin to not 
be flowing and like for your blood pressure to spike up a little bit it's just not the best sugar is not like a oh you can't have sugar ever but you might want to try like different healthier recipes or make things with no sugar that are actually sweet or something like substitute instead of sugar like honey or something or maybe like a yogurt like I have been making like acai bowls so much and it's so good I've realized I love fruit a lot and like I knew I loved fruit before, but it's like, I really love fruit now. And like, sometimes when I have sweets, I crave fruit over like ice cream now. And I'm so, and it, a lot of this, like guys, you don't understand. A lot of this has been coming from prayer. Like I literally have asked God to change my mind and to like make me want to crave things that are good for me. And I really firmly believe that God is the reason why I'm able to live a better lifestyle and eat a little bit better and stuff. Like it's just been a blessing altogether. But yeah, like substituting different things. I've been making like a lot of overnight oats. I love me some good eggs. So I like to cook eggs, egg in the nest. I've been doing that since I was younger, but I've been trying to implement like better things. I have like I stopped also drinking milk and I only drink like uh what is it called? Um almond milk. I like oat milk too, but like almond milk for a normal drinking thing, I literally have been drinking that and I noticed something with that too. Um, milk can be good for you, especially a little bit with African Americans, but it also is a lot of thing like things in milk that aren't good for you. That's why I kind of tried to cut that out. But like if I eat food and stuff or and it has like milk in it or dairy in it, I'm gonna still eat it. But I also try to like lower my dairy intake. I'm not doing the best at that though. <laughs> Cause I love me some dairy, but like when it comes to ice cream or like stuff like that, or even some cheeses, like I don't try to ha not have like too much cheese. But, like, things like that, I kind of am lowering the dairy. But um, if you give me some Greek yogurt, I'm going to tear that mud up. <laughs> so, like, if you give me Greek yogurt, if you give me eggs, if you give me some ice cream, I try to cut out ice cream. But, like, some things, you know, we make exceptions for. Moderation. It's all in moderation. <laughs> Other things I have been doing, too, is drinking a ton of water, guys. God made water for a reason and like I've been drinking my water and I know what the reasons are. Everyone always says that oh my skin's good yeah I just drink water. Yeah you just need to drink water and you'll be fine. Well yeah they actually were telling the truth because <laughs> water really does help. Um, I had to do a couple of things though to make me actually drink water like I literally can't look at water and drink it. I literally have to put a whole bottle of water into like either a cute bottle or a bottle where I literally can't see that there's water in the bottle. And then I have to add like a little few squeezes of lemon juice. And that's how I drink my water. It's delicious. It's nutritious. And yeah, but <laughs> that's literally how I drink water. I can't drink water any other way. I can if it's like I'm it's hot outside and I'm really thirsty and stuff but other than that no nor <laughs> we need help when it comes to the water but 
as of recently, I've been drinking my water and I'm proud of myself. So, yeah, we're, we've been drinking our water. We've been, you know, I've been eating healthy. <laughs> I've been on my energy. <laughs> like, like Doja Cat said, like, like Doja Cat said, I've been eating healthy. Like, all of that stuff. <laughs> I'd be too much. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> But it's definitely been like an ongoing journey. It's still ongoing. Um, I'm not finished yet. Um, I still want to implement different things like working out more. And like, um, I also like skincare wise, if you want to know what I've done with PCOS, I have very excessive hair growth like on my face. I um, grow hair very rapidly. I could shave like my face and the next day you will still see like thick dark black coarse hair like in my skin and it's very annoying it sometimes makes me feel like I just like don't look feminine like I feel like girls should not have hair growing and stuff and I, I still look feminine of course because I mean look at me but <laughs> sometimes you know if you're like actually waking up and stuff and you're like dang I shouldn't have to shave this hair it just makes you kind of feel like ew so that is annoying. I know that you could do like laser treatments or skincare stuff to help remove hyperpigmentation, but it at the end of the day, it never gets removed. Like with PCOS, like I even think there is like a thing on Google right here. Let me see. I'm going to actually read a couple of things. So, this question like a couple of questions that people may have. Um it says, "How would you know if you have PCOS?" To be diagnosed with PCOS, women generally need to have two out of three of the following. Um, irregular or absent periods, acne, excessive facial or body hair growth, scalp hair loss, or high levels of testosterone and similar hormones in the blood. Um, polycystic mini cysts visible on an ultrasound. And you guys know me. I'm a sonographer, so... <laughs> Because I am going into sonography, this also really intrigues me with like the cysts and stuff in the ovaries because my job is literally to scan different parts of the body like the ovaries or um, like a woman's stomach with like ultrasounds and stuff. Um, but yeah, if you have three out of the things that I listed, you will technically be classified of having PCOS. And a question says, can PCOS go away? Um, polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS, cannot be cured, but the symptoms can be managed. Treatment options can vary because someone with PCOS may experience a range of, of symptoms or just one. So you can have PCOS like just having one, but I really think like if you want to classify yourself as having PCOS, um, no one really wants to classify themselves, by the way. But, like, if you have, I probably would say maybe at least two of the things. They say, like, one thing said one thing and one said three. But if you have probably, like, at least two, like, if you have irregular periods and um, excessive hair growth, I would say, yeah, you have it. Um, if you have, like, um, excessive hair growth and... Um, uh, what else like a lot of skin problems and stuff or like a hyperpigmentation I would say you still have it like different things like that 
everybody's different. God made every woman in their own way. So everyone's not going to have the same symptoms. Sometimes women are going to have to do different things in order to get treatment for it. It just depends. Um, here's another question. So what do PCOS pain feel like? This pain is thought to originate from the presence of ovarian cysts, which is on the ultrasound are one of the three main symptoms used to diagnose PCOS. With women reporting that the pain feels like a sharp stabbing sensation or even a dull acne that persists over time. So I will say with one of my pains with having PCOS is I, with when I have acne, it is always deep in like the tissue acne. It's very painful, like on my face, if I get a pimple, it's not just a pimple, it's always hurts. I have like a lot of it on my chin and stuff, so when I have acne on my chin, it's always thick, it hurts, it feels sore, it's like not it. Or when I do have my periods, now they're very severe. I'm learning how to manage them, but they are a lot. Also, I didn't say this. <laughs> Sorry if it seems like I'm going all over the place, but I just want to make sure I squeeze all a lot of information I do know for a lot of you guys without making this video or episode too long. Um, we hit the 45 minute mark though, but <laughs> um, I'm going to just say this. Also, I ever since I went to the doctor, they prescribed me with medication that did help to start my periods to come back and basically this medication is just created to lower the testosterone levels in your system to where your period can fluctuate and come back so i started taking this medicine and i start having my periods now um some people who take this medication just because your periods come back doesn't mean that you're like okay and perfect anymore um it still means that you have to maintain it. Like, I have to be very consistent when I take my medication. Because if I don't, it could, like, just cause even more flare-ups with testosterone. And even though I am taking this medication, I still feel like my testosterone levels are all over the roof still with excessive hair growth and still my hyperpigmentation and stuff. So, I have to do other things in order to tolerate that. Um, like skincare wise, like I was saying a little bit before, I do like a lot of oils and, um, I do do some lightening creams, like to lighten some hyperpigmentation areas, but I, it's not really the best. Um, I have been doing a lot of things with turmeric, like for lightening agents, but what I hate about turmeric is that it stains. It stains so bad, like I hate it. So I ended up like adding turmeric into like my um ginger shots that I make at home. They're like uh, little juice shots with like a lot of ginger and a lot of turmeric and a lot of other vegetables that are good for you. And I try to take that like every morning. That's the way I can get turmeric in my system. But <laughs> like when it comes to skincare wise, some people make like exfoliants and they put it turmeric on them and stuff I just don't like how it stains things like I don't want to clean my shower like to where it stains and all that stuff so I just try to do like some essential oils that have like good oils not essential oils but like oils that have like good things in it like shea butter or I'm trying to think like coconut oil 
different oils that are really good for lightening naturally is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like they're good natural things that you can use. I also will be posting this on my Instagram so you guys can see it as well. Um, I'm going to have to make this probably like a whole series because I feel like I can't fit everything I want to talk about in this. And I think you guys can tell because like literally there's so many things you can talk about with PCOS. It's actually ridiculous. But let's answer a couple or read up on a couple of more questions real quick. So one says, at what age does PCOS start? Um, it's common for women to find out they have PCOS when they have trouble getting pregnant, but often begins soon after the first menstrual period, as young as age 11 or 12. It can also develop in the 20s or 30s. Yeah, so I was like 12 years old. I would say mine started when I was like 14, um, where it, w it got like severe. I would say like 14. Um, like they said, everyone's different. They can't really give you like a pinpoint on how it should go it's more so like what is just happening with you more like you know this one says how can you test yourself with pcos and uh you can do like a lot of um blood tests and stuff where they can track your like hormone levels that's what i ended up doing and i they like found out that the levels were very high so like yeah I needed to take medicine to combat that. So, distress caused PCOS. In fact, it's not even all unusual for people to experience their first PCOS symptom during a time of high stress. Many women's first experience symptoms of PCOS in the midst of anxiety-inducing change, severe stress, or trauma. So, it says like PCOS and anxiety can often show up together. So sometimes it may just not be like if you have anxiety, it's because of PCOS. Sometimes it just works hand in hand with each other. Um, okay, let's answer this last one. Does PCOS make you tired? Fatigue is one of the most common complaints of women with PCOS. Normal tiredness can be relieved by sleep and rest, but excessive tiredness, also known as fatigue, can be overwhelming and seriously affect a person's quality of life. Fatigue is also common symptoms for many other disorders. So that's pretty much like me too i really struggle with being tired and sometimes you have to remember which is being tired and which is being lazy <laughs> and i feel like with me right now it's kind of hard to distinguish the two because it's like i want to be productive in my mind it's like i want to do this 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 but uh at a lot of moments I just feel drained I feel like tired like I'm doing the podcast right now and it's like almost 3 a.m <laughs> like it's not the best and I do need to get my sleep and stuff and I do need to really make like a schedule that's just something else I'm gonna have to ask for prayer over but it is one of the symptoms as well just being excessively tired excessively like weak like you feel like you just can't do anything so that's why I'm trying to um eat better foods trying to keep myself busy you know make plans to just move around and so far it's getting better I will say that I definitely in the things that I've been doing I've noticed a change in my life um how I feel I feel more um alert sometimes like I feel like I am very much so determined and hyper kind of wanting to move around at the same time too so 
I feel like it's working. You know, I have my moments, but I feel like it's working. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, I've been talking about this for about 50 minutes now. Um, sorry that it's so long. <laughs> I know that some of you guys probably like, I do not have time to listen to a whole hour PCOS rant, Taylor. Like, get it together. And others probably do want to know about this and will actually stay and listen for the whole hour. I would just say, if you guys could, can you please share this episode in particular? Share it with your friends, with your family. Just spread it around because this will actually help me a lot. But also, I want to also spread awareness of PCOS because it is something that has changed my life. Um, I wouldn't say for the better, but it definitely has affected my life where I have to be more conscious about different things. And I feel like this could help like the next person. It could probably even help you. So I just would ask that you guys would share this on your social medias. I will be posting this on my socials. Um, this episode, we finally made it to March, so this episode will be posted sometime in March. And yeah, guys, I'm just so excited to post this for you guys to listen to this. Let me know if you want to hear more about PCOS because your girl has a lot to talk about. I have endless stories. This has been a whole life process, so yeah. It's kind of hard to fit it all in like under an hour. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you download and save this episode. Follow the podcast page. Um, when I post on my Instagram, like, comment, share, subscribe, save, repost. All that helps your girl out. And yeah, I'm so excited for this episode. This might be my favorite episode so far. I feel very comfortable with sharing my journey and... I'm just excited for you guys to hear it. I'm excited to see the responses out of it. I've already gotten a couple of responses before this episode is even like being put out. So yeah, this just encourages me. It gives me validation that people actually do want to learn about it. So I'm gonna help you guys out. All right, my loves, you guys have a good rest of your day, your night, wherever, whatever time you're listening to this episode. <laughs> And I will talk to you guys next time on Talking All Day with Tay. Bye, you guys.